Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Dr. Morgan here. I have to share with you my first book, Love Magnet, Get Off the Dating Roller Coaster and Attract the Love You Deserve is launching on January 10th. This book is everything you need to get off the dating roller coaster, to become that securely attached version of you who effortlessly attracts that great relationship that you've always wanted. This is a no fluff approach. It is a fun read, an easy read. And it is experiential, meaning I will guide you through the work that has helped hundreds of people that I've coached. If you do the work in this book, you will change your life and you will be able to easily attract great relationships. So if you know that you're in need of this book or you know someone who's in need of this book, make sure you mark your calendars for January 10th. This will be available on Amazon and you don't want to miss it. So additionally, I am happy to send you chapter one. If you want access to chapter one for free, there's a link in the show notes. So check that out, but mark your calendars, January 10th, love magnet will be available for purchase. Welcome to another episode of the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. I trust that your 2023 is off to a good start. And if you haven't done so, I do recommend tuning into last episode we had on Monday, um, which is talking about how to set goals in a way that actually works. And I give you my secret strategy. So check that out if you haven't yet. That's a good one to start the year with. I want to move into dating. I want to focus on that because I know so many of you have said, okay, I am getting back into the dating game, even though I'm annoyed with it, even though it hasn't worked, even though I secretly hate all of the apps, I am getting back into it. Let's go. It's a new year. So for all of you that have made a resolution to get back in the dating game, I want to make sure that you are dating in a securely attached, healthy, smart way that adds value to your life and doesn't drain you. There's nothing worse than going out into the dating game, uh, you know, the arena, whatever you want to call it, the dating scene. um, And you're showing up and you're giving it your all and it's draining your energy. So then what happens? Oh, you enjoy dating less and less. And then you're the girl who checks in with her girlfriends and she's like, I'm just so over dating. I'm just going to focus on me. Let's just go to Cabo for a girl's weekend. And then you get really, really drunk. And then maybe a couple weeks go by and you are 
focusing on you and you're going to yoga and doing all the all the mindfulness and maybe you're um, really good with your journal and you're spending time with your friends and your family and then you're still single and you're realizing, oh shit, having a partner really is a priority for me. Let's get back into the dating scene and boom, the cycle repeats itself. And I can only articulate this because I've been there. I know what that's like to go through seasons where you're like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it happen. I'm dating. I'm going on dates. I'm putting time in my calendar. I'm going on three dates a week. And then you get totally devastated, defeated, and sick of it and tired of wasting your energy. And then you pendulum swing the other way and you go through the cycle again and again and again. And then you're really burnt out. So I've been there. I know a lot of you listening can relate to that cycle. And I just want you to know that there's a way to approach dating that is smarter, that is emotionally beneficial for you, and that doesn't drain you and doesn't take your energy. So I'm going to talk about some of the best advice for healthy dating. And I really hope that you take this and you apply it to your life. You may want to take some notes during this, but this will be really high level advice for you. Um, and I know it'll help. So get ready. Let's do it. I'm going to break this down into numbered tips for you. And the first one will probably take you a little bit of time. So you might want to just write this down and then come back to it later. The first thing is I want you to think about developing a dating value system or a dating guiding principles guidebook, I guess, you know, I I guess it would be dating guiding principles or a dating value system. And I haven't articulated this before in this way. So if if you've listened to all 290 plus episodes, this will be new. Basically, what I want you to think about is what are your guiding principles for how you want to show up in your dating life? And I'm going to give you an example because some of you are like, what in the hell is she talking about? So here's an example. Your dating value system could look like I always show up with open, honest, direct communication. I honor my truth. I'm honest with myself and others. I have abundance mindset. I know if it's not this, then it's something better. I am open to receiving love and giving love. Either it's reciprocal or it's not at all. So those are some examples of how you want to show up in your dating life and notice that it's a value system. It's not a playbook. It's not if they do this, then I do that. If they don't text me after seven days, I do X, Y, Z. People exhaust themselves trying to have playbooks and rules and strategies for every scenario. What is much more effective is to get clear on your dating value system or guiding principles 
And when things come up, you simply refer back to your value system and your guiding principles, and then you know what to do. So instead of trying to have an answer for every scenario, refer to your value system. It'll save you a lot of time. It'll make dating easy. And it's a great thing for you to think about because we do not want to invest emotional energy into relationships that are not going anywhere or that don't align with our value systems. So this way you can constantly check in. Does it match up with my value system? And if it doesn't, you know you can move on because we don't want you to waste your time. And when you waste your time in the wrong relationships or you're giving your energy to the wrong connections, that's why you get exhausted. That's why you pendulum swing and go to, I'm just focusing on me. And that's what causes people to spend a really, really long time trying to quote unquote, find the one because they're not able to stay open to love consistently because they haven't developed dating patterns that are sustainable. So I'm big on sustainable, meaning that you can do it 365 days of the year, that you can show up and maintain your openness to love instead of closing yourself off. Because one of the big things of attracting the right people for you, that right person, the person you're going to build your life with, is you have to be open to opportunity. And if you're closed off to opportunity, you miss it. And then it has to find you again. So part of the quote unquote dating game is staying open consistently. And we have to do that through sustainable dating practices. It's like a gym routine. You know, you don't go to the gym for four hours in one day and you say, okay, I did it for the month. I pushed myself, I burned 5,000 calories. Of course, you're not going to do that sustainably. You're never going to want to set foot in a gym again. So it's all about how can we build dating practices that make it sustainable. All right, so that was tip number one, having guiding principles, having your dating value system. That'll make things a lot easier for you. The next thing is I want you to think about always asking yourself this question when you're, when you're dating, when you're interacting with people, you want to ask yourself this question. Do I feel how I want to feel when I'm in the presence of this person? This is an important question because when we are deciding who we want to give our energy to, and we're creating the kind of relationship that we want, we have to make sure that we feel the way that we want to feel. And if I'm with someone and I notice that I feel closed off or I feel defensive or I feel unable to be myself or I feel like I'm afraid of being judged or I feel like I'm too much, I feel like I need to quiet parts of who I am, You ask yourself, is that how you want to feel long-term in a relationship? Is this relationship creating how you want to feel? And if the answer is no, then you get to provide feedback. See if there's opportunity for that feeling to change and the dynamic to change. Or you get to move on and say, hey, I deserve to be in a dynamic where I can feel how I want to feel. 
My caveat to this is, of course, there are times where we don't feel how we want to feel because we haven't done the internal work. It's like that Taylor Swift song. Oh my God, it's been in my head. I wish I could get over it. But that, hello, it's me. I'm the problem. Sometimes we're the problem for why we're not feeling how we want to feel. So once you have really developed self-awareness and you're opening your heart and you're learning how to show up securely attached, this advice of, do I feel how I want to feel when I'm in the presence of this person? This advice becomes a lot better data because you have less of a confounding variable from how you're showing up, right? If I can show up emotionally available, securely attached, open to love, good at communication, then of course, when I ask myself that question, it'll give me really valuable data from the other person. And sometimes you ask this question, do I feel how I want to feel? And if the answer is no, sometimes it doesn't even mean that that person is emotionally unavailable. It doesn't even mean that they're struggling to open their heart or that they haven't dealt with their trauma. Sometimes it simply means we're not compatible. And sometimes we're not compatible because maybe you want to feel gently challenged and you want to feel energized and you want to feel like you're growing. And maybe this person is a great person, but their personality does not um, does not support a growth mindset or they're not into the same things that you're into when it comes to growing as a person and pushing the limits. So maybe they're just not a good fit compatibility wise. So this question of do I feel how I want to feel, you get to be really honest. How do you want to feel? Sometimes we expect our romantic relationships to be everything for us and they can't be. However, we can get clear on what really matters. So for some of you, it's going to really matter that your relationship meet your need for variety and excitement. Others of you are like, hey, I can get that need met from my friendships, from my career. I don't need that need met by my partner, right? I know most of the people that I've had the pleasure of coaching, they need emotional safety, stability, and that that's a need that they want from their partner. They want to feel connected, emotionally safe, and loved, right? And that's a really important awareness to have. So simply ask yourself, do I feel how I want to feel when I'm in the presence of this person? And notice how that shifts your dating experience because you're also focused on yourself instead of thinking, oh my gosh, do they like me? What should I say so that they like me? How can I be so attractive to them? You're shifting the power a bit and you're saying, well, hey, do I like them? Do I feel how I want to feel? This is an incredibly helpful switch that will automatically help you show up more securely attached. All right, so that's a very important one. I want you to remember that one. The second thing I want to talk about, or sorry, third, we're on to number three. <clears throat> so just to, just to recap, we talked about your dating value system 
And then we talked about the magical question of, do I feel how I want to feel when I'm in the presence of this person? The third thing I'm going to talk to you about is energy. Beautiful, wonderful energy that tells us so, so much. And this is something I've learned over time. It's not something that I think ever gets taught. And I have just become so, so aware of it. So I want to share it with you. Here's a few notes on energy. You only have energy for it if you can show up for it without expectations. So a lot of you will DM me and you'll say, but how do I know when I'm ready to date? There's your answer. If you can show up to a date and you have zero expectations of how the person's going to be, if they're the one, how you want them to talk to you, right? If we have expectations, that means that we didn't have energy for it. Because if I'm overflowing with energy and I'm well taken care of, I'm not going to have expectations on the people that I love. That doesn't mean I don't have standards and I don't have boundaries. It just means I'm not trying to control every moment and I'm not expecting how things are going to go. I'm open to how this person shows up. I have an open palm, right? I'm, I'm allowing them to be who they are and I'm using that to gather data. And if we can't show up that way, that means we didn't have energy for it. So here's another way to know that you didn't have energy for dating. If you notice that you feel resentment, then you didn't have energy for it. So if you're saying, oh my gosh, um, I can't believe that they were 30 minutes late. I'm so resentful. I'm so pissed. I'm so angry. How could they do this to me? Right? Of course, once again, there's a distinction. We can have open, honest, direct communication with someone and we can explain that that was not okay and that that crossed a boundary and that it felt like you didn't honor your time, etc. But if you're just going to stew in resentment, that means that you didn't have energy for it. So let's say um, you had to drive an hour and a half to meet this person and you were stuck in traffic and all they had to do was walk 10 minutes. And by the way, true story, I totally have had this happen. They had to walk 10 minutes down the street and they were there. And then you show up and you're so resentful that you had to deal with this terrible thing and they just had to walk there. Clearly, you don't really have energy for it. So notice when you're giving from a full cup, when you're showing up from a full cup, you're less controlling you're understanding, you're forgiving, and you're allowing someone to be who they are without trying to create it or make it happen a certain way. This also allows you to be in your feminine energy, talking about masculine, feminine, when I can show up without expectations, when I can show up without resentment, and I don't have an agenda of how things are supposed to go, I'm operating in my feminine energy. The third note on energy here is realizing that what is sustainable will always be reciprocal. What is sustainable will always be reciprocal. So we talk about sustainable. Once again, that's one of my favorite words when it comes to creating the life we want. Is it sustainable? 
And a relationship that lasts is one that is reciprocal. When I say reciprocal, that means both people are giving to the relationship. There is energy investment from both parties. It doesn't always look the same and it doesn't always um, like different seasons. You'll have someone who's investing more than the other person. However, it always ends up being reciprocal where both people are investing. Girl, if you're listening to this and you've been in that scenario where you're the one that's doing all the giving, you're doing all the emotional labor, you're making sure the relationship happens, you know that that does not make it sustainable. What ends up happening is you give and you give and you overgive, right? And you're not receiving. And eventually you become resentful and you want out of the relationship. So you end the relationship. So really important to realize from the beginning, when you are building relationship culture, that energy investment needs to be reciprocal, where both people are giving to the relationship. So those were my notes on energy. I'm going to give you one more, um, one more piece of advice, maybe two. We'll see. We'll see. The next thing I want you to think about is how can you hold the vision for the relationship that you want and allow yourself to be present in the moment? Now, this one takes time and this takes practice. What I'm talking about is connecting to the vision that you have for partnership. So allowing yourself to get clear on how do you want to feel? What does it look like for you to feel that way? What would ideal experiences look like with your partner? How do you want to spend your time? Um, I, I talk about like the vision, like being very clear on what it is that you want in a relationship and and what it's going to feel and look like and really getting detailed. So for example, when I was working on this, when I was attracting the relationship that I have now, one of the things I envisioned was lots of quality time spent holding hands and talking about the future and time planning and growing and being listened to by my partner. Like I would write out, we hold hands and go on walks together because that's part of my relationship vision. And that might sound to some of you like, Hey, I don't want to do that. Well, cool. Create your own relationship vision. We all have different things that we desire and that we want in a partnership. So hold the vision. You want to get really clear what it looks like, what it feels like. And then in the moment, in the micro day-to-day interactions, as you're going on the date and you are at the dinner table and you just got the menu and you're sitting there with this person that you don't know, release the vision. It's still there. You have it written down. You can connect with it ideally in the morning and know what that vision is. But in the moment, 
You have to let go of expectations. And the way that you do that is you let go of the vision in the moment, right? And you're just open to however this person is going to show up. And one of the ways you can do this is by the questions that you ask yourself when you're on a date. So I have some questions for you that'll bring you to the present moment. And here they are. There's three of them. How can I be in the presence of this person? How can I have as much fun as possible? Do I like how I feel with this person? So once again, we have the, do I like how I feel? But these questions will all bring you back to the present moment. And they're going to allow you to just experience the connection, experience the date instead of being in your head and trying to control and trying to analyze and read who this person is, or is it going to work out? Drop the vision when you're in the micro moments of the day to day, and then let it unfold, gather the data over time and check in and say, does this match up with my vision? So I really hope this dating advice was your non-standard dating advice and that it gave you a ton of food for thought and that you're like, okay, I can approach dating differently. I can learn to enjoy it. I can learn to let it add value to my life because that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to add value to your life. Um, And I want to hear from you. If there were things in this episode that felt really helpful, shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's Dr. Morgan Coaching on IG. We'd love to hear from you. And I also want to invite you to check out Love Magnet, the book. It is dropping January 10th. I cannot believe it. And it'll be available on Amazon. Um, there's really, really helpful pieces in the book. It's like, if you actually read the book and you do the work that's in the book, it will change your life. And I'm not just saying that I'm just being very honest with you that when I set out to write this, I didn't want it to just be a passive read or a fun read. This book really is designed as a workshop of sorts and It will be interactive, experiential, and you will be doing the work that I myself have done, that I've helped my clients do, and doing the work to transform how you show up. So I want to invite you to access that. It's available January 10th. So next Tuesday, mark your calendars, available on Amazon. And if you know someone who needs it, maybe it's a great gift. I think people need books that are fun to read, easy to read, that also provide transformation. So if you have someone in your life who's struggled in their dating life, or they're just getting back out there after a breakup, or you know that they're focusing on finding the one in 2023, this would make a great gift. So find it on Amazon, Love Magnet, January 10th. I cannot believe it. It's finally here. This has been years years in the making. Um, And of course, also going on, there's so much going on in January. On January 18th, I'm hosting a three-day challenge, Embody the One. And I'm going to help you transform your dating mindset, rewire your brain for love, and become the version of you who effortlessly attracts a great relationship. 
The sign up for that is also in the show notes and in my Instagram bio. Spots are incredibly limited. It will be on Zoom, so you have to sign up. I would love to see you there and coach you. It's going to be a lot of fun. And of course, I'm going to deliver a high level of transformation. So can't wait to see you there. I am wishing you an incredible start to 2023. Take this dating guide. Maybe you took some notes. Think about how can you apply this to make dating fun and to make it sustainable, right? All right. Sending you all my love. I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.